Good evening, good evening, everyone. This is Chanel of Covenant to Christ. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. This is uh, a setback for a moment. Just to let you know, I'd like to say Happy New Year's. Please forgive me, I didn't get a chance to. Just in case, Happy New Year. God bless. I would like to give a side note on something I would like to talk about before I even go right on through. I was I put on my Facebook about um uh it was a song a long time ago um about friends uh what kind of friend do you want um I talked about um this because uh, a long time ago I remember a, a, a girl group I loved that girl group TLC they came out with um what about your friends and the funny thing about it is it made me think about how they were saying uh, how they sing the song, but if you notice, I really hear about um certain things about that. Even they even um have one backstabbers, but this one is that. What about your friends? If they stand around, will they let you down? And I remember, I recall these four people. Um, two of them I had. Um, three of them I had definitely helped through uh things that they needed to, needed in their lives, something that happened or what have you. Let me talk about the first one. The first I'm talking about my adult my adult life. I have been badgered when it comes to friends all my life. I never had a friend who I grew up with and say this is my best best friend. I didn't have no sis I don't have no sisters at all. And the thing is, I'm hurt about the fact that I've I've learned that the only friend that I can look at is Jesus Christ. And so let me get down to the nitty gritty on what I'm talking about. Uh, and my adult life, and as I've come to North Carolina, because that's where I live at now, compared to what I went through in Baltimore, because technically in Baltimore, I ain't had no friends at all. They were just people. They were just classmates. They weren't friends. You might as well say associates. They just pe- they just people that you just see every day. Now I'm going through that same thing here in North Carolina. It's just that it's a lot worse. Even when it comes down to being in um in uh being as a uh a woman who has five children. Um, I would talk about one who I have met long when I was doing my GED classes. One, I talked to her and the Lord would talk to me, but I did not at the time I was in sin and I did not want to talk to nobody when I was sitting up there with, uh, had a whole man in my house and I'm talking to somebody about the Lord. That's not going to work for me. That's disrespectful. So to me, that was disrespecting God. So I did not do that. But when I got rid of that man, that's when I finally um, started talking to this person. The thing is, with this person, you would, you would, I would say that I was being tested. I was being tested on how this person is, how she, this person related um, to what her her condition was and stuff like that. She put herself in a position where she act like she had, to, she was being, she would be an abusive to me because her mother was doing it to her because of the um, the mother she had. She had a boyfriend in her house. That she, um, her mother, um, boyfriend was, um, living in her house. And, and the thing is, she let her boyfriend do whatever he want. And her mother, and the, her, she, her as being a daughter, I'm sorry, her as being a daughter just living with her mother. Now, not only that, she's a grown woman. Now, 
she sat up there and claimed that she was hungry. That's why she would go to the program where I was getting my GED just to get food. Now, well, she, I, I was teaching her right after I said I had a boyfriend in my house. Now, all of a sudden, that person is gone. I would talk to her like God is, sp- is speaking to her. She, I had her stay at my house, apartment, stuff like that. I taught this young lady for two years. I got tired of abuse. She even disrespect me right in front of people. I want you to sit up there and look at the fact about a matter is who is, uh, what kind of friends do you actually have? You can be just, just like that Shaquella young lady who got beat down by her friends, who she thought was her friends, who killed her instantly, basically. I didn't have that problem. I was being killed in my, in the spirit realm. I mean, I did, uh, let me ID to it, to you on that. I had brought in after that person, after that person, I let her come. I was going to a church that I met her. I welcomed her to a church because she needed deliverance. You could tell when people need deliverance. I needed deliverance. But before I, um, before I brought her to this church, I got, um, went to this church and I was like, Oh my God. I mean, I was going through, I even had a promiscuity, um, spirit on me. Or you might as well say Ancubus or Succubus. I forgot which one is which was around me. But now all of a sudden, as I see, she had it around her. She, I even seen a demon in her house. And my daughter was in her house um, several times. And she would actually see it too. And so I'm going fast forward here. And so what I went through with this person, with this this female, because she was a girl. This woman, she she was younger than me, but I'm teaching her. I let her stay the night on my house. She couldn't even she couldn't even sleep in the other rooms of my house because I had four bedrooms at the time. She couldn't sleep in the rooms because of the fact that the matter is, it was an indeed a spirit there. See, I lived in public housing, in 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 Durham, and you know public housing they have. Um, they have spirits. They they have. I mean, come on now. You're living in an old place where they actually have spirits. They have spirits there, and these this spirit she can see it. She can actually see. It. She can see in the spirit realm. Me and her can talk and walk right in through the spirit realm. I told her. She even told me exactly how old I would be. I already knew how old I would be when I um. But she also seen me say my name. That the name the Lord gave me, I said said the name. I even seen my name in the book of life. I've seen this. Me and her both seen stuff like this. My daughter, who was at the time was four or five, I think she believe four or five, four years old. She was four at the time because she was going to a um a healthy start. She was going to a um a little school just so she can get affiliated with other kids. And my daughter was screaming in my on my bed, um. Uh, she was saying something was in her ear and I thought there was nothing about it. I was making sure it wasn't no bugs or nothing. And then the second time it happened again and my daughter was in the same spot on our, on my bed. And come to find out my daughter was hearing this female who I was teaching that she saw, she heard her in hell and I saw her in hell. I've seen her in hell and she put, um, she even pulled me down in hell with her because of cousin of her, uh, of a mother killed himself. So, I'm look. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at these things about friends is because the fact of the matter is, people like these people are hurt, damaged, traumatized, 
and they don't want to forgive or don't want to get rid of or want to stay away from or want to get free from the bondage. So I'm going to tell you what happened one time. This was one time and I seen it in my vision. I seen it in a vision and I was praying for her. Obviously I was praying for her. I was praying for her so much where I saw her in a corner of a room laying down, laying down on her side with a demon over her. Just like a garg um a gargoyle that you would see standing on a stat as a statue on a building. That's exactly what the demon looked like. That demon looked just like that. And the demon was sitting there with his hands growl and uh, grumping up on going in and out, going in and out. And you know uh, and I'm telling her she need to be free from it. And she told me, Leave me alone, Chanel. She was saying my name. I said, You're not telling me to leave you alone, you're telling Jesus to leave you alone, and I walked away. She didn't say nothing else. I've also noticed that she don't follow me on my Facebook page, but she following somebody else that I know on my Facebook page. And I'm like this, they don't care about you. I, I know when people don't care and when people do care. If it's okay, but I've noticed that they got a certain kind of boundary and what they do is they want to respect that. So I'm going to get to this part here. This other, these are two other people. These two other people, one was a male, one was female. One, the female had um, kids. And so she had one more day just to get out of her apartment, uh, out of the apartment she was staying in. And then, so I said, you come stay with me. I had plenty of room anyway. I only had me and my daughter in this four bedroom apartment. So I told her, yeah, you can have, um, well, your two oldest ones and the um, other two who were young could stay in her, with her in the room. So I did that. And I helped somebody else out. But the thing was with the dude, he didn't have no kids. It was just that he had to stay where he could in my house, which, of course, was in the room with the boys that she had. Because this girl had three boys and one girl. And so he was cool with that. And so I had these people in my house. The thing was what I did not realize was I was bringing danger in my house. Let me specify to you on what I'm talking about. I was bringing danger in my house. Let me put it like this. I'm not talking about it in physical sense. I'm talking about it mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. I was bringing danger in my house when I brought these two people in my house. Number one, the girl set up there had uh you you have two baby daddies by these when with these four boy these four kids that you have two baby daddies. You were supposed to have one. You supposed to have both of them. Really, not to come near my house. She had them come to my house. Then she also had them call my phone. Then they have the audacity to disrespect me. I'm like this. Oh, it's gonna be on. Then on top, and then let's that, now. That's the um. That's the mental sense. Let me tell you the spiritual sense. My daughter had to sleep in the bedroom with me, and she has her own room. Not only that, I had two one half bathroom. One of the toilets couldn't work because her one of her kids set up there and put a, um something in the toilet. Then I'm looking at the fact on what the heck is going on here. This don't make no sense. Hey, I'm helping you out. You can't even sit up there and respect my house. Now, let me get down to the nitty gritty here. I never put down boundaries. 
as I sit up there and realize what's going on, I have not put down boundaries, which of course I did not realize that I'm that type of woman who need a friend. I need a friend. I don't have, I don't have no sisters. I don't have no sisters or no biological sisters. I only have three brothers, um, four, um, four brothers. All of them are not biological. All of them. All of us is not biological. But we are four, uh, I have, uh, four brothers. Three of them, we have the same mother. <laughs> three of them, we have the same mothers. But we all have, but two of, but three of us have the same, but have a different father. Different father now. And so, I wanted a friend. I wanted a, a girl as a friend. But I didn't get a chance to get that girl as a friend or that female friend who I could confide in and stuff like that. Cause I thought this person who had four kids, who I let you come in your uh, in my house, I thought she was my friend. She was never no friend at all. She didn't even read the Bible, but she came to church. She wanted to sit up there and don't want to come to church, but want to sit on her high pots in my house. Then when she wanted to smoke weed or whatever, she wanted to go outside and then leave her kids on to me and don't ask me, "Can you watch my kids while I sit up and take a stress?" She don't tell me that. One time, my door had locked on its own, and it never did that before, because these people are here. It locked on it and locked on her, and then she sat up there and thought that I locked the door on her. I'm like this, hmm, you could tell who stupid and stupid is. Then you use my address, just so you can get something from um, where you um, was at, because she she's not originally from North Carolina, neither am I. Then you sit up there and pinpoint me on trying to default me on stuff that never happened when, in fact, you got demons around you. I'm starting to and two about last month. uh, No, I'm sorry. The first week of this month, the Lord told me they never, ever spoken or talked to me. He told me that straightforward. They never talked to me. They don't even talk. They don't know me. He told me that straightforward. They never knew me. And I was wondering why he said this to me. It didn't make no sense, but I'm surprised. I think my heart is doing talking a lot, talking a lot. And the guy, he, I brought him in my house not once, twice. The thing is with him is he mad at the fact that I turned him down because I didn't want him. I didn't want to have sex with him. I'm like, no, boo. He, he was attracted to me. I wasn't attracted to him like that. Was not. And number one, you young, but look older. Number two, it's not going to work. Because um, I seen another dude who, um, when I used to work at Amazon, he looked older, but he was younger. But I'm like, he's saying that if it don't work out with my, my wife, uh, with me, uh-uh, no, sir. Number one, you emotional. This young man was the same way because I said, no, I'm not desperate. I told him I would kill you. He even tried to call himself saying, oh, I like to mm, go, you know, go down on a woman. I just love to. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it because check this out. I don't want to hear that mess. So back to the nitty gritty on this. These two people coerced against me in my own house. In my own house. What I mean in my own house, in my own house. Spiritually, I was getting sick. I wasn't feeling well. It was getting hot in my rooms when it when it's a normal temperature in the house. 
this girl was sitting up there trying to listen to my conversation when I'm talking to my pastor. Same woman who we um seen just talk to because I was telling her about somebody else in the, the dude that was in the house because how y'all going to call him a bishop and he don't even act right. He don't even read the Bible. He don't even read the word of God. He don't. And I was talking to my pastor about it. And here she is sitting up there eavesdropping on what the hell I'm talking about. None of your damn business. Then you want to use my computer, want to look for jobs, what you say. But then all of a sudden, you're really not trying to look for jobs. Then this girl's son almost tried to kill my daughter, try to have her not breathe because she was, she, I don't know what was going on. And two of her other sons was right there. Then she going to sit up and lie to my pastor and say I was there. Then I'm like this. You were never there. You were in the kitchen with me and this other person. You were never there when it happened. She lied to my pastor about it. Stating that I was there. So if you were there, why did it happen? It would never happen if it if you were there. It would have never happened. My daughter wouldn't still been struggling and then ran right to me just to um just to uh because her two sons st- stood right there watching this boy smother my daughter. She was seven at the time. Their son, their brother was what? I mean, you might as well say half brother because he have another di- uh, another daddy. Um, that occurred. And I'm like, what? She told my pastor this and my pastor was wondering why I was bothered. I said, I forgive the boy. The fact of the matter is she lied and said she was there and she was never there. She wasn't in the other room. It happened in the living room in my living room. When it occurred, her two sons was right there when it happened. They watched it happen. They didn't do nothing. They just stood there. I watched them. I seen them stood there until my daughter, my daughter was the one who fought this to get out of that. They didn't do nothing. All they did was finally tell that what was going on when my daughter released herself. So don't sit up there and say that you were there when it happened. Because other than that, I might as well kill you and get it over with. Now, let's go to the nitty gritty. I'm sorry, I'm pulling stuff out of my heart like crazy. Now, let's go to another um situation. This another situation at heart with this dude. He tried to yell at me, yell and fuss at me in front of me and try to sit up there and blame, put her and this. I'm like this, hold on, let me get my daughter. I said, now it's time to kick y'all asses out of my house. It's time to go. I even sat up there and said, let me hurry up. I got to go because I had to call the police on her because her children was messing with my water. What you playing with my water for? You ain't got no business playing with my water. You ain't got no business. It's my stuff. It's not yours. These people ain't paying no rent to me. They ain't paying not one thin dime, not a damn dime to me. Not one dime. The one, the boy, the dude, I might as well call him a boy because that's what he is. He's a boy. What he did was he hurried up and ran out. He hurried up and left like, oh, I got to go somewhere else. Because he never had a place of his own for the roof over top of his head with his name on the lease on it. Never. Never. He called us trying to disrespect me in church. I'm like, just hold on. I don't know who you're talking to. And then you're going to tell me about your mama. You, if, Even if your mama was here, you still wouldn't listen to her. So what's the difference? Get some sense and listen to what I'm saying. Just like I said to him at first, don't call yourself. Don't try to teach nobody if you can't teach some. Uh, if you can't sit up there and listen, that's one thing I don't do. Nobody's not gonna sit up there and try to pop out. I I really I listen, but then when you say something that's uh, I, 
I sit up there and cut. I got to cut you off because something ain't right. But when I'm listening to you, and then all of a sudden you want me to listen to you, I'm sitting up there waiting on you, and then all of a sudden, okay, now let me li- now let me say something. You don't want to listen to me. I don't want to hear it. I had set up there. Um, this is another thing that happened to the girl who got the four kids. Cause now she got five, now she got uh what six kids now. Now she got and not even married. Now you're looking at um this situation at hand. Now you be looking at this. Okay, you're. I'm helping you out. I'm helping you out. Now this time you begging me just to stay in my house. I had to talk to my pastor. I said, hey, I'm forgiving you. But I'm still sitting up there like you got to get out of here. You tell the mother of my church about me. But what you don't tell her is what you're doing. You telling her these lies, basically lies. You can sit up there and say, you might as well say it's lies because check this out. Hey, I'm trying to help you out. You didn't put no dime in my, my, my uh, no rent has been paid to me. Nothing has been paid to me. Not one thin dime. I, you ain't even got a receipt stating that I paid anything, that you paid anything for me. Not one receipt. But you paid for something just so you just get from this place to that place to my house so that way you can have it. Then you got disrespectful daggone dudes who you fought, uh, who you got kids with. Want to cut, uh, say something on disrespect. Then you're going to sit up there and listen to them about, oh, I tried to do this. I tried to do this. I'm like, back up. Hold on. What the heck is he talking about? They're going to say, oh, I don't know. Uh, look at here. The first thing you should know is you can tell. I can tell when you want to try to sit up there and raise, um, help a nigga out who's not helping you out. Oh, the person who's helping you out. I'm going to say it like that. I'm going to be cautious. I'm not going to be cautious here. Then you want to be disrespectful on what I am saying to you. And then you want to listen to you leeway what he said. And then you're going to have this fool also lied and stated that I have two little kids. I don't got no two little kids. I only got one kid in the house. Then you talking and then he's talking about your baby, da- um, your baby, your other baby daddies. Kid, uh, him and your kid and y'all kids. I'm like this. What the heck? This don't make, it's like straight up drama. Let me give it to you like this. I, I stray away from people who got drama on them. I stray away from people like that. I, I can't do it. I don't like drama. Like Mary J. Blige said, no more drama in my life. I don't want no drama. I don't like it. I don't want to deal with it. It brings a certain kind of demon around. It literally does. Cause even the Bible even speaks that, and I like, Ugh, I don't want, I don't want that. It, it makes my skin crawl. I was sweating one time. I was sweating so badly where I'm wondering what the heck is going on. I've been in a fight. These people have so many demons on them. I kid you not, they had so many demons on them. I brought that girl to my house just to visit. Just she, um, she, she set up there and lied about me so much. Um, to the mother of my church, she, the mother of my church moved her in, thinking that I'm the devil here. And then that's what happened. She ended up getting up there. Uh, she sitting up there getting the picture on what the hell I was really looking at. Then she realized, damn, Chanel's not lying. She ain't. This woman never. The mother of my church never even apologized to me because she seen it like she obviously it was being shameful she was being ashamed because she's sitting up there looking at damn Chanel must have been telling the truth 
She had to bend because of this person. Not only this, not only that, what kills me is this girl who I set up there and let in my house. Take care of our kids. And then all of a sudden I said, you got to get out of here. You got to go. You really got to go. You, I let you in my house. Then you call the mother of my church. I'm the one who packed your stuff and put it on. She made my daggone room a living, my, uh, my room that I had really for my son, a living hell mess. It was junk trashed. Then she want to try to act like a daggone victim. I'm telling you, when people like that, please, please, I'm begging you, please ask God for the discernment of spirit. Because the Lord had warned me about the girl in the first place said deception. He said slapped out word deception. She was deceitful. She was a child of the devil. Told me that. Told me this is the Lord himself told me this. Told me this. And I didn't listen. If God himself, I mean, come on out. If God himself is telling you that person is not right for you, please Please, by all means, listen to him. By all means, listen to him. She wanted to get what the daggone dude that was a neighbor of mine across the street who had a daggone girlfriend. Wanted to get with him. They up there talking in front of my daggone door. Then I found out right after she moved out of my house to the mother's house. She's sitting up there trying. She wrote. She finally got a um a vehicle because um Durham Housing Authority they got a program where you you get you if you got a license a good um a good record and stuff like that for um for driving they will help you get a car. It won't be a brand spanking new one, but they'll they'll help you get a car. And I I was trying to put myself in that position. Then all of a sudden I'm like no because I I, I just don't want an old looking car. I, if I get a car, I'm going to pay for it. So I make sure everything's all set, make sure there's insurance, stuff like that. Make sure that if anything goes wrong with the car, I can go to the dealership, you know, all that stuff. Get a, a car change, um, a oil change, whatever. And I ain't had to worry about paying too much. So I was looking, obviously the Lord put it in my mind just to look higher than that. That's what he was showing me, just to look higher than that. And then soon as she go into the, mo- the house of, of the mother of my church house, she, the mother of my church, starting to realize some things. This girl is nasty. She filthy. She disrespectful. Not only that, she set up and took her two younger kids' boy, uh, uh, two younger kids' um, father in that house and slept with that daggone man in her, that woman's house. In that woman's house, cause she knew she couldn't do it in my house. She, she do it in my house. Oh, it's on me. I'd have beat her down all the way to hell and back. To high water. And then sit up there and say, Jesus, forgive me. Because you're not going to do that in my house. And you definitely ain't going to disrespect um, these kids. Just because you chose not to sit up there and realize that what you're doing is wrong. I realized what she was doing. And she sat up there like, hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, sit up there and be, be cool. Then on top of that, the same witch, the first one who I sat up there and took care of, uh, helped out for two years. Two years. Want to ask this fool exactly how it is just to live in my house. Boo boo. You don't know how it feels just to live in my house. Don't even bother to ask. Number one. Number two. I live in my own house. You live with your mama. Yes, I fussed her out just like her. 
She, they talked about, I, I would put out who in the world talked about me. The deacon was talking about me. The deacon's friend who barely even come to church was talking about me because I cussed her out right in church. And the daggone girl who I was training. Who I was talking to her about God. And then you want to ask this girl who got four kids, couldn't even, didn't even bother to sit up there and realize she got rent to pay. Rent to pay. Rent to pay. Instead of giving her money to her daggone baby daddy. She paying for his car to be fixed. But you got a, a roof. You need a roof over top of you and your kid's head. But you going to disrespect me. You going to disrespect me. The person who helped you out. Backed you up. Backed you up. Disrespect me. I'm the same person when you got pregnant by some, and then you disrespect. Then on top of that, you talk to talk to them about me. Guess what happened? One of them, you set up and said, "Dag, I would never go with somebody who I set up and said one thing I I would not do is go with somebody in my neighborhood. In my neighborhood, knowing Dag and why I have drama. That's one thing. I that's a boundary. I stepped. I I step. I never let nobody step on. Not even me, because my aunt didn't do it. If my aunt didn't do it, I'm not going to do it. So I, I learned that from my aunt. Never get with no daggone dude that lives in the same neighborhood as you. Because if you, if you, if he live in the same neighborhood as you and y'all and all it takes for him, just I've, I've met uh, about two dudes who sit up there and try to holler at me in the same neighborhood that I live in. You're not going to put drama in my house. You're not going to bring no drama to me. I'm not going to be no second best. You're not going to sit up there and shack up in my house just so I can sit up there and give you bed and breakfast. You can get a bed and breakfast somewhere else where you got to pay for. I'm not going to put myself in that position. If women, if you on ignorant women putting yourself in that kind of position, you stupid as hell. Because I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. Sorry. I got too, I'm too much of a woman just sit up there and put myself in some kind of stupid situation where I got a dude in my house and then all of a sudden he want to go and check out with somebody else in the same neighborhood where you can try, where you can um, bring drama into the house. Cause guess what? The first thing that I would do was kick that man out, kick him in the balls and then all of a sudden call, there's the cause to get you out of here. That's exactly what you'll be sitting up there crying out to Jesus then. No, that's one thing I would not do. That's that's what's wrong with people. You need to get that. You need women. You need to get that in your head to show your worth. I know my worth now. These two people, these three people, did not know their worth. They stank. They were with Leviathan. This daggone girl. Not only that, she gotten another baby daddy. Cause she got two kids, two more kids. I never seen the young, other, the youngest child. I never seen them. But she told me when she came to the church, "Oh, I'm pregnant again." I'm like, mm. she fabricated herself to the curse. She shook hands with the curse. Then on top of that, the dude that she she had him shacking up in her house, had him shacking up in her house. Not only that, she she all of a sudden put him out. That man lost his mama. Now he got two kids with her so far that um that he know of, that he only know that his kids and that he's taking care of. 
but she's sitting up there trying to, but you're, I, I, this is my last, that was my last draw with her when she sat up there and text me when I was tired. And I mean, I was tired because I did at least about six houses in a week and I was tired, bone tired on a Sunday. Didn't, I didn't even go to church. As a matter of fact, I, I didn't need to go to church because the Lord was not getting me to go to church and I didn't go and I was like tired. But she going to text me in that morning. Can you do me a favor? She didn't ask to say, hi, how you doing? How you been? Whatever. You okay? You know I worked. You know I clean houses. That's work. I'm not sitting on my ass in front of a desk. I'm working. Which means I'm moving this body. I'm moving my arms. I'm moving my hands. I'm moving my fingers. I'm scrubbing some daggone toilets. I'm scrubbing towels. I'm I'm scrubbing tubs. I'm scrubbing the sink, making sure it's clean. I'm wiping down the daggone mirror so it can shine again. I'm sitting up there mopping the floor. I'm sitting up there doing this for at least about people who got at least the average um, amount of daggone um, bathrooms, at least about four. Right along with. Cleaning that kitchen if they want me to do it. Mopping up their floors if they want me to do it. Making sure that it's not too dusty in their house. People are getting... You, you don't even bother to ask me, are you alright? Are you okay? How have you been? Is everything alright with you? Nothing. But I get, but you, the first thing you said, hey, Tim, to somebody else who, of course, um, is the pastor's daughter. Who don't got, who ain't trying to sit up there and deal with you. Who did not let your kids stay at her house or her apartment when you was about to, um, when you was about to go into labor. The same person who ain't worrying about you. Oh, I got a, I got a whole husband. I got, uh, uh-uh. but you, you, you careful with her boundaries, but you ain't going to be careful with mine. Then when I sit up there, cause I did a recording, um, text on her. She sat up there and let my pastor listen to it and sit up there and tell, uh, then go, uh, my pastor said, you think uh, pastor such and such? I'm like, pastor, I know her. That's the problem. That's the problem. Please, please, I'm begging you. When somebody said this, that, 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 I know about wise counsel, but some things people got to understand is, I'm like this, look here. Don't talk to me about no daggone wise counsel when it comes to somebody who I'd be ready to cuss out. I'm being honest. Don't do it. I feel like cutting up and then all of a sudden shut the person up right all the way through hell and back. That's exactly how I feel. They ain't had, she ain't had no heart. Cause uh, the first thing you worrying about when my daughter, when now my daughter went through that, the only thing she ought to be lucky about that I ain't put my hands around my neck, uh, her, around her neck and get ready to slice her and dice her, um, by going to my friend's house and getting a machete. That's the only thing that kept is the, is God himself who kept me from doing that. Cause I knew the girl. All I had to do is go down the street to her house and get her a machete. It's amazing. I'm telling you how abusive when you call yourself thinking that you have a friend. If they call themselves being your friend, they are not your friend. Especially if they call themselves trying to put you in a ditch.
they're not a friend. If they can't put, if you, if you have a friend and you say, okay, I'm willing to sit up there and take, um, I'm willing to sit up there. Um, uh, can you uh, let me stay for a while? Um, sure. First, before we get into that, I'm going to show you the ground rules. And then on top of that, you're going to have to show me some bills that you're going to pay. I'm going to show you some bills you're going to have to pay. Don't give nobody nothing free. Free is uh, nothing is free in this world. Nothing. Nothing is free. Please, I'm begging you. Don't do don't don't do it. Cause when I brought that um the that bastard um that that dude back in my house, that bastard stole from me. Stole from me. Went back to where he was he moved out of. Went back to where he moved out of. You wanna know why he moved out this time? Cause I told the Lord he bet not come back here. He bet not come back here. Cause he know God talks through me. That fool brought um, bed bugs in my apartment brought bed bugs in my apartment. I never had bed bugs. My daughter never had bed bugs. They're gonna blame my daughter that she probably, um, I mean, not my daughter. They're gonna blame my neighbor. I'm like, this if my neighbor had it, Janelle, my daughter Janelle would have got it, she would have got it. She didn't have no bed bugs, the bed bugs was in my room. My bedroom is away from um the the other house. My daughter, my house was connected to another neighbor, which means it was right there, right where my daughter. So in that case, it could it's supposed to hit her first. You wanna know why I didn't hit? It was hitting me and not my daughter because that bastard stole money from me. I had a jar of change right in my um right on my um up on top of my uh, what you call it, and he went in my daggone part of my room and stole the money, stole it. Stole the change. And then not only that did he stole the change. Yeah, I'm gonna call it his name, his name Archie Petit Jr. Yes. He stole money from me. That fool stole money from me. Money. Because when that after a, a, a Bible study at our church, I sat up there and was praising the Lord so daggone quick because he was he was getting out of there. Guess what? He got out that same night when I was praising the Lord. Got out. Came back to the daggone apartment. He was packing up his stuff because he was calling his um his cousin so that he can get on out of there. Goodbye. I was praising the Lord. I was like, thank you, Lord. And then you sitting up there running off at your mouth. And then I was saying, you know, I love you. I'm like this. I don't care. Do it look like I care? I can't. No, I don't care. I don't. I'm getting you out of my life. I'm getting you out of my house. I don't ever want to see you again. Guess what? I sat up there and forgave him right there in that church. I said, I forgive you. I forgive you. The thing is, I ain't got to worry about him no more. I ain't got to worry about you no more. I ain't got to do that. I don't have to do that. I also have to get your people on this on this note here. When you forgive somebody, leave it at that. I remember when um somebody, um, Tiffany Montgomery, I follow her. Awesome woman of God. And she said this, when somebody do me wrong, before I let somebody do me wrong, when that person do me wrong, I got to be on my face because I'm ready to cut somebody up. I'm like, 
girls, everybody gonna die. That's exactly what she said. I'm like, tag, I'm just with you. I'm with you on that. And then when she said that, I'm like, Lord, I need to sit up there and let me repent. Let me forgive. Let me forgive. Let me forgive. Let me forgive. Let me forgive, Lord Jesus. But she kept saying, I forgive him. I forgive him. I forgive him. Sometimes you got to confront them. That's another thing. That's another thing. That's, it's biblical. It's in Matthew chapter 18. Biblical. You got to, you got to, you can forgive them, but you also got to confront them. Got to confront them. I mean, like, for real, for real. Because at the end of the day, if you don't confront them, you're going to wish you did confront them. You can forgive them all day long. You can say, I love you. I love you. Child, I love you. But um, I want to talk to you no more. (laughs) I love you. Hi, bye. (laughs) I'm going to the left. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to say. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I, I don't want to talk to you no more. There's no way. There's no point. We don't have nothing in common no more. I fussed. I cussed, cussed and fussed that person out. I said I have every right to. Because you're not disrespecting me like that. You're not. When people have boundaries... When you have boundaries, don't let nobody cross them. Don't let nobody cross them. Don't. Don't let nobody cross them. I even told my daughter this. I said, you seen what I went through? Don't do it. Make sure you got, make sure they got, um, make sure they have, um, a position on being truthful, on bringing this, um, to the table, bringing that to the table. They even goes down to a man. Just make sure they get all that stuff right. And guess what? Then you'll be all right. And while you edit, you better talk to wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and discernment. Cause guess what? They will tell you some things you need to, you need to see. Ain't no way in the world through this. I, I had to, I was on my Facebook page and I was crying about how I want my, my husband, a few, my, the husband that the Lord has for me to be my best friend, to be my best friend. I've noticed people, I noticed women sit up there and say they want a man just to um, be a provider, be a protector, be a lover. But what about a friend? How about being a best friend? Because I notice a lot of men will want their best friend so they can confide in their wife. Where their wife won't sit up there and disrespect them or dog them. That's where the trust lies in. You don't want him to just be a sex partner. Because a sex partner, you can have sex all you want to. But then all of a sudden, that secret could come out. So with that being said, when I sat up there and saw, you can love a person and still expose them. You can, hey, let's be point blank here. Let's, let's tell the truth here. You can love a person. You can. You can love a person and still, and still stab them in the back. Because the Lord told me this uh, when I was in, uh, at my church. He said, it's clear as day. They love, but they're naive. They love, but they're ignorant. 
they love, but they don't understand it. They, it's, people really don't understand love. They don't understand it anyway. They don't even understand God's love. I'm the first one who can sit up and say, I don't understand it. I am. I'm the first one who can say, I don't understand it. I can say that. I can admit to it. Thank God I can admit to it. A lot of people don't. People can say they love all they want to. doesn't mean they actually understand it. The Kendrick brothers, I know they understand it. Because guess what? Their mother and father birthed them into it. So they understand it. <laughs> because they were birthed into it. They was conceived. Um, as a matter of fact, oh Lord, thank you. Forgive me. They were conceived in it. They were conceived in it. Which means she, uh, when they was just like, um, um, Elizabeth, when, um, John, before Elizabeth was born, um, pregnant, she didn't realize she closed herself in when she realized, oh my goodness, I'm pregnant. <laughs> but John didn't, but she, uh, but what she didn't realize was that John was going to have the Holy Ghost right in him before she, um, before she, um, before he was even born. So with that being said, that's the same thing when it comes to a man. A man would like to know if that woman is going to love, not just also protect his heart as well. He want to know if he can trust you. I know people like that who literally can do that. But I notice now women down out nowadays cannot even sit up there and talk about can they love, love a man. I want my man to be my best friend. Have compassion. Love me, but also be my best friend when I confide in him on something. Can you be my best friend? I know, I've noticed, because a man, it's good for a man to be a king. But how about be that best friend to that king? A title is, can be anything. But can you be that best friend? That's why I said, Jesus, Jesus, you're my best friend. I have to go to you. I have to go to you all the time. Because guess what? You're my best friend. I never thought that I would be distraught in all my life when it comes to something like this. Never thought that would be. It's hard for me just to sit up there and love somebody. I love my daughter because that's my baby. I love my kids. That's, those are my babies. I gave birth to them. But loving somebody outside of that, loving somebody outside of that, I got walls up right now because of the betrayal that I went through. So I had to realize, oh Lord, thank you. The trauma, it was straight up trauma, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, even financially. These people are going, my, the Lord is showing me that they're going through hell right now because of what they did to me. Going through hell. I even told the girl, I forgive you. Went straight in front of her face and told her, I forgive you. I forgive you. I ain't got to sit up there and explain. I, I, I got tired of it because it's like talking to a wall and you know for a fact the wall ain't going to talk back. That's all it is. That's all it is. 
I'm sorry, I came out like this. I'm on this position. It's really, I'm, I'm, I will, I had to get that all out of my chest. It made me feel a lot better. That part made me feel somewhat better. But I will be back pretty much next week on to my next one. Just to say, be watchful on who you call your friends. Because even people nowadays, even people going out of the country, you know, and then they killing their friend because they despiteful. And then they don't want to be around them and stuff like that. Killed that girl. Killed that girl. I was killed. I was nearly killed spiritually. Because actually I had some doors open. And I expect those doors not to be opened again unless the Holy Ghost is, uh, unless I'm getting a deliverance and the Holy Ghost is filling it up. So with that being said, thank you for listening. I hope you get an understanding of this. I'll get back to you soon. I don't know when I'm going to go back for another episode, but we will be back for Leviticus part chapter 11 and 12. I will be back for Leviticus 11 and 12. Just give me a moment. I will be back to get in, back into Leviticus 11 and 12. Okay. Later. Peace. Love you. Goodbye.